Feeling abandoned, it's a, it's a feeling, it's an emotion that we go through, and it's one of the most horrible emotions that we can experience in life. Having that feeling, not only that people don't care about you, that nobody is reaching out to you, that you don't have anybody with you, it's a very, very ugly feeling. And it's even worse when there's a lot of people around you and there's a lot of celebration around you and you don't feel that emotion satisfied in your life. I think it's even much more worse not only when you have all of those things and you still feel uh, lonely, but like King David, not only was he feeling lonely, but he was literally abandoned by people. As we read this psalm, you will probably remember in verse 1 of 2, that those are the same words that Jesus said when he was on the cross. So Jesus also had a time where he felt abandoned. He felt that there wasn't anybody with him. As you probably remember, the Bible says in, in the New Testament that when Jesus died, all the disciples went away. A lot of them even, you know, after a day or two that Jesus had died, they were already fishing, you know. They were going back to the old professions that they had before they became disciples because they felt like their hope had died when they saw Jesus crucified on the cross. So Jesus, he also experienced loneliness when he was on the cross and he told God, oh God, 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 why have you abandoned me? Why am I here? And we can read that in the New Testament. So if anyone understands how you feel today is Christ. If anyone understands what it feels to be abandoned by people and sometimes betrayed for, for those who you love, is Jesus. And according to this study, three out of four Americans experience loneliness in their lives. And loneliness and abandonment is not something that you just experience today and tomorrow you don't experience it. Sometimes it is an emotion that you battle with very often in your life. So what do we do, you know, when we're feeling lonely? What do we do when we're feeling abandoned? What do we do when we're feeling like there's so much going on, you know, around in our lives, but we still feel like nobody is reaching out to me, that nobody cares about me, that no matter how much I do or how much I show care for others, I still feel like nobody is doing the same thing that I'm doing to others. Nobody is reaching out to me. I want you to know today as my point number one, that we all go through times when we feel abandoned. Everybody in this place, maybe even today, maybe even today you're sitting down here in church and you did your best you know, to come to church. You are clapping, you're worshiping God, you're hearing the word of God, you, you gave your offering. But maybe today, this is a day where you feel, okay, God, I'm going to go to church, but this is the way I feel. I don't feel happy inside. I feel like I'm just keep going to church, going to church, but I feel like nobody cares. If you read verse 1 and 2 from the Psalms that we read, uh, David is saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you far from saving me? How many times do we feel like that in our lives? Or how many times have you said that to God in your prayers? God, where are you right now? Lord Jesus, why is everything that is happening to me happening only to me? Why is this negative thing just coming into my life? 
And you probably pray the same prayer that David prayed and that Jesus prayed to God, saying, God, why have you, have you abandoned me? Where are you? Where, where, where is your power? Where is the God that I believe in? One of the things that I want to share with you today that I see in the scripture in this chapter and in the words that Jesus said when he was being crucified on the cross, that admitting that you feel lonely and not hiding it, it's a good thing. David is sharing, God, this is the way I feel. It is in the scripture, God, this is the way I feel. I feel like you have forsaken me. I feel like you are not with me. And I think that as a church, I think we are understanding that, that we can share what we feel in our hearts without feeling that people will think different of us just because of the way we feel. Because in the life group, uh, you have seen that how people have been sharing about their weaknesses and how people have been sharing about sometimes, you know, feeling like uh, I feel lonely. I feel like God is not answering. I feel like no matter how much faith I have, you know, I'm not receiving the answers that I want. David is admitting the way he feels, and he is not hiding it, and that's a good thing. When you come, you know, with uh, a lot of people, like we get together in the life group in a safe environment with people who love God, and you start, you know, sharing with people the way you feel, that is healthy. That is good because God understands that you feel like that. And even, you know, God, I don't think God gets upset, you know, when, when you say in the life group, I just want to share with everyone that I just feel lonely. I just feel like if nobody cares, uh, I don't think God looks down, you know, from heaven and says, what are you saying? You're making me feel embarrassed in front of everybody. God doesn't say that because Jesus said the same thing. So God wants us to, to be open, you know, about the way we feel because this is something that really happens in our lives. It's something that we need to bring out of our hearts. And it's something that, that we need to share with people how we feel. You know, one of the things that really uh, draw my attention, if you read, if you keep reading in the chapter, uh, chapter 22, if you keep reading down, uh, verse 3 says, Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the, the one that Israelite praises. And in your ancestors, in our ancestors put their trust in you. They trust in you and you deliver them. So David is, is praying to God, writing this psalm or stating this psalm. And David is saying, God, uh, I, this is the way I feel right now. But I remember, Lord, that you answered to our ancestors. Like back in the day, like so many years ago, when Israel was feeling lonely, when, when Israel was feeling like you had abandoned them, you always provided a way out. You rescued them. So why do I keep feeling the way that I'm feeling right now? Verse 5 says, to you they cried out and were saved. You answered them and you trusted and, when, and they were not put to shame. So David is, you know, he's putting things in perspective. Okay, I feel lonely, but God helped Israel in the past when they were feeling lonely. God provided somebody who delivered them in the past when Israel had not, not none person not everyone to help him out. You provided Moses. You provided Joshua. You provided a way out when Israel was abandoned. So, But one of the things that really drew my attention is when you keep reading the psalm, uh, David starts mentioning in verse 7, and he says, All who see me mock me, they hurl insults, shaking their heads. 
saying, oh, he trusts in the Lord, they say, so let the Lord rescue him. And then David starts, you know, talking about his enemies in pictures, like saying, dogs are, you know, trying to eat me. Wolves are right there, you know, trying to hurt me. So David is putting in, in pictures the circumstances, you know, that surround his life, the people that are making fun of him, and, and, and saying in this prayer to God, God, this is what happening to me. I think many times, you know, when, when we feel lonely, we also bring those pictures, you know, that we have and how we feel. And we can mention to God and say, God, you know that in, in my job, this and this is happening. Lord, you know that in my family, this and this is happening. You know, Lord God, that when I see my relatives, this and this is happening. So they say this about me. David is giving us a perfect example of what it is to open our hearts to God and say, God, look at all this proof. Look at all these facts. Look at everything that is happening that reinforces the fact that I feel that I'm, I'm by myself. I'm on my own. I'm here. Nobody is reaching out to me. Nobody is helping me. That is what David is exactly saying. But at the same time, David is saying, but I know you're still God. I know you're still in the throne. I know you're still a powerful God. You have helped the Israelites in the past, and I know that you can do it again. If you feel like that today, let me tell you, you are not alone. There's been a lot of times, and, and I want to share with you that when, since I started, you know, ministry, and I've been in other churches, there's been a lot of times when, when I have preached on a Sunday, and then I have gone back home, I sit down, and I start praying, and I say, God, thank you for, for church today, it was great, and all of a sudden, that feeling of loneliness, you know, it starts coming uh, into my life, and, and, what I usually do is I get my things and I go to Barnes and Nobles and pick up a book and start reading. But, and that's the way I do it, you know. But what I want you to know is that feeling lonely, feeling that you have been abandoned, it's normal. People feel it. But at the same time, David, he was expressing God, look, God, that person is making fun of me. Look, God, that person abandoned me. Look, God, those people are mocking me. They're, they're making fun of me. Look, a door closed over there. Look at this situation. So David is telling, Lord, these are facts. Look, these are facts that are around my life right now. So what is it, God? So I feel this way, but at the same time, I know that you are with me. He's putting things in perspective. So if that's the way you feel, you're not alone in this place. A lot of people feel like you, or at least three out of four Americans, you know, feel like that. But this is what I want to share with you today, because David also mentions a couple of steps that he does so that he, when that feeling of loneliness comes into his life, then he can alleviate, you know, the way he feels. And I want to take you to the verse 22 to 25 of Psalm 22, because David finds strength in choosing to be in community. Look at verse, uh, verse 22. He says, I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All your descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all your descendants of Israel. 
So there's a change in attitude, you know, in David. First of all, he's feeling, gosh, I have all these things, Lord God. I am not making this up. I feel lonely. And maybe um, at least the psalm, you know, doesn't say it, but I'm sure that David must have cried, you know, some of those times. He was, he was stating facts about people who had abandoned him, but there's a change of attitude, you know, in his loneliness in verse 22 when he says, um, you who feared, uh, I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. So one of the things that David does to overcome loneliness is that he intentionally chooses to be in the middle of people who are praising the Lord. Let me tell you today, when you feel lonely, when you feel alone, it's not a time for you to go back home and stay away from everybody and not, you know, answer your phone calls and not text back to people who care about you, especially from the church. When you feel lonely, it's a good idea that you send a text message to people you love, people you trust, and people who love you and say, hey, guys, I feel like this. Please pray for me because this is the way I feel. I am telling you, and I have seen it in this church, when somebody expresses a feeling like that, people run to that person and people try to help out that person that is struggling with something because that is what the church does. This is what we do. And I thank you. I thank each one of you because you do that on this church. I have seen it, and I have proof on my phone that I've seen it. <laughs> so David, when he's feeling lonely, he doesn't run away. He doesn't say, you know what, I'm hurt. God, I'm hurt. So these dogs over here are trying to hurt me. These wolves over here, they want to eat me. And these people here are mocking me. This door closed over here. This guy over here wants to kill me. I'm alone. I'm by myself. So I am going to close every single opportunity for any, anyone who wants to reach me, not find me because I'm alone. David is not acting like that. Quite the contrary. David makes a decision that even though he feels like that, David says uh, in verse um Verse 22, he says, or 22, I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you. You know, what a change of attitude. So David is feeling lonely, but still, number one, he chooses to be in community. He says, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to church. And when, I'm, when I go to church, I'm going to praise God. And I will praise God like nobody else is doing at the church. So I will start singing. I will start praising God, and I will show the people around me that God is good, that God is great. So David is feeling, you know, this desperation in his heart, but his attitude changing is changing from being lonely to, to recognizing that the people who love God, that he wants to be a part of that community because that is going to help him out. And he starts praising God, and in the process of praising God, God touches him, and his life changes. So that's why I want to encourage you, no matter how you feel in your life, whether you feel sad, you feel lonely, you feel angry, you feel betrayed, you feel discouraged, you feel disappointed, don't take church away from your life. Don't take life away from your life. Make the decision that no matter how you feel, you will join the people that are praising God because in that, in that praise, in that worship, God is going to lift you up. 
I like it because uh, verse 23, David is saying, <clears throat> You who fear the Lord, praise him. All your descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all your descendants of Israel, for he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to the cries for help. You will notice that when you become a part of the community of God, your perspective is going to start changing. Now, of course, you know, not everything is going to change uh, by being in community. Sometimes people can be in community and sometimes still feel, okay, I am in community, but I still feel a little lonely. So what are some of the things, you know, that we can do when we feel like that? Uh, we can adopt to have hope in our lives. And I want you to see verse 26 to 31 because David starts saying, The poor will eat and be satisfied. Satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. Forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive, posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to people yet unborn that he has done it. So one of the things that David does before being a part of the community, before getting involved in the worship, becoming a part of something that belongs to God, one of the things that he does is he keeps the hope of Christ uh, per se, now in the present, alive. Let's not forget, church, that the reason why we're here is because one day, one day, we will be with God forever. And you know what? 80 years that we live, some of you already passed that age, so you must be praising God for that. 90 years that we live, 100 years that we live, it doesn't compare. Nothing compares to how much joy we will have in eternity. Remember that suffering is not forever. Suffering lasts a moment, lasts a season. And the book of Psalms also says that even though we may cry out, you know, during the night, but joy comes in the morning. So let's encourage that hope. Let's continue to give that hope today. I want to read um, a little poem that some of you have seen on pictures, posters. But this is a poem that somebody wrote, you know, about loneliness, and it's called Foot, Foot, Footprints. And it says like this, one night I dream a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flash scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it, Lord, 
You said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and I will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. I encourage you today that if you are feeling this way, number one, please share how you feel. Number two, make a choice intentionally to be a part of the community of God because that will cheer you up. And number three, keep that hope alive that suffering is momentary. Suffering will one day will pass. And um, I want to leave you a homework for this week. I want you to think about this topic because on Thursday, we will have the opportunity to discuss a little bit more how loneliness affects us. Let's close our eyes and let's pray. <clears throat> oh, Lord, I want to thank you today for your church. I want to thank you, Lord God, for people in this church because when somebody is in need, people are quick to respond and to reach out to others. And I thank you, Lord God. Lord, feeling lonely, it's, a, it's an emotion that David felt. It's an emotion that you feel, you felt, God, on the cross. When you were dying, you said, God, 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 why have you forsaken me? So you understand what it is to feel lonely, to feel abandoned. And I pray, Lord God, that as that research study says that three out of four Americans struggle with loneliness in this country, if there's anyone who is feeling at that stage, even with company, even with people, even with family, even, Lord God, with a significant other, even, even with children, even with friends, I pray, Lord God, that we will do what David did. He said, I will become a part of the assembly. And when I am in that assembly, I will praise you. I will talk to people about your name. I will tell people how good you are. I will tell people how you have just deliver your people from all of those negative moments in history. And I pray, Lord God, that we will keep that hope alive, that suffering, even though we might be going through a season of suffering, the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says that there's a time and a season for everything. There's a time to suffer, yes, but there's also a time to enjoy. So I pray right now, Lord God, for anyone today who is feeling a negative emotion, that they will look up to you, start praising you like the King David, because, Lord God, joy, real joy comes from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.